Hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. As Mark and I have been reading through the Bible in the mornings, we've been reading through a lot of the stories of the kings of Judah and Israel uh, in ancient times. And we have so many of their stories that have so many lessons we can learn from them. And one that just really jumped out at me a few days ago was King Asa. And Asa was an interesting king because he broke a chain of really bad kings, his father before him and his grandfather before him had done the evil things in the sight of the Lord. They had encouraged the people to uh, abandon the God, uh, the Creator God, and to uh, participate in idolatry. And and they just taken them deeper and deeper, the people. They'd taken the people deeper and deeper into idolatry. So when Asa became king, he broke that pattern, and he did what was right in God's sight. And there's some good things to say about Asa. He, The Bible tells us that he did what was good and right in the sight of the Lord. He removed the pagan altars and high places, tore down the pagan pillars, and, and cut the pieces of the uh, cut to pieces the Asherah poles. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord. Um, what would it be like if our president went on TV and said, "I I want everyone in America to seek God"? Wouldn't that be wonderful? That's what Asa did. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their ancestors and to obey His law and His commands. And as a result of that, God gave him as king, God gave him and the people 10 years of peace. He had no attacks by his enemies, and he was able to use that time to build some new towns and fortify the walls. And for 10 years, he had a lot of projects he was able to complete, and God blessed him. At the end of those 10 years, he was attacked. He was attacked by a great army of a million warriors and 300 chariots. Now, um, Asa had numbered his warriors, and he only had 580,000, so he was greatly outnumbered. And so because he was greatly outnumbered and because he had been trying to do right in God's sight, this is how he responded to this threat, this attack. In, in 2 Chronicles 14, 11, the Bible tells us Asa cried out to the Lord his God, O Lord, no one but you can help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, O Lord our God, for we trust in you alone. It is in your name that we've come against this vast horde. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere men prevail against you. So what's the response? He cried out to God, and God gave them a great victory, even though they were greatly outnumbered. In Second Chronicles 14, we're told that God gave them a great victory. Now, as they were returning from this great victory, a word came from the Lord. One of the uh, prophets came up, and he said, Listen to me, Asa. Listen, all you people of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Whenever you seek him, you will find him. That's a powerful statement. Whenever you seek him, you will find him. But if you abandon him, he will abandon you. Now, he goes on to say, for a long time, Israel was without the true God, without a priest to teach them and without the law to instruct them. But whenever they were in trouble and turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him out, they found him. Those are profound thoughts that we can apply to us today if we seek God. He will see to it that we find him. And that's what this prophet was pointing out to Asa and to the people that were with him. You know what? We sought God and we found him and he helped us, didn't he? So here's Asa's response to that. He led the people to make a covenant with God. He's saying, this is all good. We want to be in a covenant relationship with God. And so they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord. That's what the covenant was, to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, with all their heart and soul. And in the next verse, in verse 15, And all Judah, all in Judah, all the people, 
were happy about this covenant, for they had entered into it with all their heart. They earnestly sought after God, and they found him. And the Lord gave them rest from their enemies. So what a wonderful time that was. And everyone was happy and rejoicing, and they'd made a covenant. And they, the covenant, remember, was that they were going to seek God with all their heart. They were going to keep doing that because they knew if they seek God, they would find it. But, you know, sometimes in a moment of great victory and the fire is burning so hot and we're so excited, but over time, peace from their enemies, rest from their enemies, their enthusiasm apparently cooled some. So by the time we get a little further on um, in chapter 16 of Second Chronicles, we're coming to the end of Asa's reign. He has another enemy that comes against him, and, and this time it's the northern kingdom, Israel. In fact, the Bible tells us in another place that King Basha, who became king about the 10th year of Asa's reign, was constantly uh, trying to be at war with Asa. So um, when, when in one of these occasions, in the 35th year of Asa's reign, um, King Basha came against him. Remember last time when there was just, he was greatly outnumbered, and what did he do? He cried out to God, but you know what? This time he doesn't cry out to God. It's the 35th year of his reign. He has enjoyed many blessings of God, uh, but when he gets threatened this time, he does something different. He's smart now. He's older, and he's learned a lot about war, and he's learned a lot about how to deal with people. So instead of crying out to God, he comes up with a strategy. So what he does is he makes a treaty with the Arameans. Now, the Arameans were in a treaty with his enemy, Basha, who was threatening him. What King Asa decided to do is he knew that the Arameans had a, a treaty with Basha, King Basha, in the, the northern kingdom, Israel. And so what he did is he took a lot of the treasures from the temple and he sent these things to the Aramean king. And he said, hey, I want to be in a treaty with you. I want you to break your treaty with Israel and be our friend, be our ally. And so um, it worked. And the Aramean king said, okay, I'll do that. So he broke his his um, treaty with Israel. He went into a treaty with Judah and he took care of the problem. So um, it, the strategy worked. So King Asa was smart in that way. But it wasn't the right kind of smart because what he should have done is he should have gone to God instead of making a treaty with a mutual enemy. That's what he did. So as a result of that decision, God sent Hanani, uh, a prophet, to King Asa. And this is what he said. Because you have put your trust in the king of Aram instead of the Lord your God, you missed your chance to destroy the army of the king of Aram. Remember, he was an enemy. Don't you remember what happened to the Ethiopians and Libyans with their vast army, with all their chariots and charioteers? At that time, you relied on the Lord, and he handed them over to you. The eyes of the Lord searched the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. What a fool you have been. From now on, you will be at war. Asa became so angry with Hanani for saying this that he threw him into prison and put him into stocks. At that time, Asa also began to oppress some of his people. Now, remember earlier, when they made this covenant with God, they were all happy. They were joyful. And it was a good situation in the kingdom. But now he's angry. He's really angry with God. He takes it out on this prophet. And he takes it out on the people. Now, that's the 35th year of his reign. He only reigned for 41 years. In the 39th year, just four years later, King Asa developed a serious foot disease. Here's what I want you to hear. Yet even with the severity of his disease, he did not seek the Lord's help, 
but turned only to his physicians. He stubbornly determined he would not call on God because he was angry. What I'll take away from reading King Asa's story is, I don't want to start well and finish badly. Now, God still loved him, and and God still tells many good things about Asa in the scripture. He's remembered well. But what a shame. What a shame that he ended um, in this rebellion against God when he began with such a great relationship and a dependence on God. And the lesson to me is, I want to finish well. I want to end my life well, always seeking God, always depending on Him when I'm in trouble, and not thinking I have a better way than God has. Uh, So I hope that we can all remember that today. Whatever the situation is that you're facing, instead of coming up with our own strategy, let's first go to God and seek His help and seek His will. Because he, he knows so much more than anyone, and He loves us more than anyone, and He can guide us through whatever it is, whatever perplexity we're facing. He has the answer. And I just want to remember, as I live the rest of my life, to remember to stay faithful in seeking God, whatever the situation. I hope that will encourage you to do the same. Let's have a word of prayer this morning. Oh, Father, thank you, first of all, for providing these stories for us to look back on and to see clearly the different ways that we can interact with you and how faithful you are um, when we look to you and when we seek you and how quick you are to meet our needs when we just depend on you. I pray, Father, this morning for everyone who's watching or listening that you would uh, be to them the provision of whatever the situation is they're facing, that you would provide finances or healing or direction, just wisdom, Uh, All these things, Father, that we need as we go through this life and are surrounded by enemies just like King Asa was. And uh, I just pray that you'd help us all to remember to rely on you in whatever our situation is. Father, we'll give you the glory and the honor for every time that you um, rescue us and you deliver us from the enemy, the evil one who comes after us every day. We're so thankful that you're way more powerful than he is and that you have the answers whenever we need you. And Father, we're just going to give you the praise and the glory and the honor, and we're going to look forward to what you're going to do going forward. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, once again, we'd love to hear from you here on Noah's Window. Uh, You can talk to us by texting TALK TO US to 97000, and you can share a prayer request or any feedback that you have. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow here on Noah's Window. God bless.